It's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to it. Yes, believe it or not, they gave us another podcast. <laughs> this would be podcast number two. Number two is my favorite. Sharon, what do we have coming up? Well, we got a lot of feedback on the stuff that we see on our door cams. Some of it creepy, some of it extra creepy. Uh, we also asked about the pressure of uh, ghosts and paranormal stuff that even exist well beyond Halloween. So a lot of you answered on that, too. So we'll get to that. And injuries. Well, we've got them. And so do you. We're also going to get into a Desjardins and a Desjardins. And Jay's Jam's lined up, too. Thanks for listening. It is Morning's Rock. Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Think about this one. Have you ever seen anything weird on your door cam? Just about everybody now at this point, we've, we've moved away from the peephole. We've now moved into leaning into technology. So no matter where you are in the world, you can make sure your Amazon stuff arrives or find out who's at your door. And try and scare them away if they're, if they're weird. But people have seen some really, really weird stuff. And we compiled some of some of sort of the greatest hits of what people have seen <laughs> on their door cams, including uh, someone wrote, there's a guy that likes to pet my plants sometimes. That's weird. That's what you want to see in your door cam. Hey, look. Hey, hey, come here, come here. Come here. The pet plant guy is back. <laughs> oh, it's a good. You're growing really well. It's That's good. Because <laughs> I would imagine if you're if you're petting a plant, you're probably going the next step and you're talking you're to them, talking right? You're talking to it, yeah. That's a given. It's a good right? idea to talk Maybe to your plants. Walk. Maybe you take your plant for a walk sometimes. That's a good idea. <laughs> Some know? people do that. Right? Exercise. They sure. take out the plants. I was just taking it for a walk to my house where it's going <laughs> to live forever. I've seen a couple of people. It's like those. I've seen a couple of people walking like with their cats, which I don't Yeah, so don't I was going to say, there's people that walk cats and they are also weird. Yeah. I also saw a guy with a, his cat on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. So clearly it's a lazy cat. <laughs> well, if you want to take your cat outside and, you mm-hmm. know, if it's a runner... <laughs> you don't want it to run away. True. Maybe on a nice little leash, you get to keep your cat at the end of that. Or get a dog. <laughs> yeah, just get a dog. What's I wrong with that? that? There's that too. Because <laughs> no matter what, no matter no matter what impression it does give you, your cat hates you. That's right. true. They just, just, they're incapable of love. You can tell when they finally make <laughs> eye contact with you that they're completely disappointed. Send your angry letters and texts to 11977. <laughs> If you agree, my name's Chantel. If you disagree, my name's Sharon Highland. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about this one? There was a, through my door cam, I saw a Honda Civic <laughs> driving back and forth around our neighborhood playing ice cream truck music really loudly. That's weird. I hope it was just a stupid prank and not something more sinister. You hope, do you? You didn't call the cops? You're just like, well, that, yeah, kid, exactly, that, that's, yeah. that doesn't sound good. Oh, well. Oh, my God. I don't have, I don't have kids. Do? That's creepy, I love man. ice cream. Yeah. I love ice cream. That's who they'd get. They'd get Chantal, <laughs> grown adult. This stuff Whee! is this stuff is nuts, though, huh? Yeah, it's it's interesting though. The way technology is that you don't have to, you don't actually have to be that close up to the camera to be caught doing something. It's true. My friends at uh, Yazoo Pet Supplies caught a couple people doing something in their little block in Point Claire on Saturday night and what? and posted it because that's the other thing. You don't just take video for yourself. Okay. You get to post it after if you're looking to find out yeah. who the people are. See, I'm sure it's not nearly as bad as the stuff I can imagine people are doing outside of a pet store. Well, it's funny that it's suburban <laughs> privilege is what it boils down to, but it's great when that privilege also gets those people caught. 
Eleven ninety-seven seven for the weird stuff that you've seen on your doorbell camera. Yeah, eleven ninety-seven seven is where the uh, you don't have to sign your taxes. <laughs> And sometimes we don't want you to. <laughs> Around six in the morning, a man rang our doorbell a few times. He began to reach his hands into his pants and Uh-oh. talk to his willy. <laughs> or so maybe that- he was like talking with his willy. Like maybe he was making a ventriloquist. <laughs> Do you think she's home? I hope she's home. That's not at all weird. Hello. I hope she's home. I hope she's home. Hello. We set the bar pretty high. Beat that one. <laughs> Ain't technology wonderful? There used to be a time where your door would ring and you'd go and you'd look through this little sort of periscope type hole and try and get an idea who that weird image was on the other side of the door. Now you don't even have to leave the couch. Now you don't even have to be home to know who's at your house. And you get alerts. Yeah. I took care of some stuff outside my neighbor's house uh, last night and about an hour later, just checked the alerts. Thank you very much. Right. So that was, it's, I like that. Yeah. You know, it's cool because it, you're on it. There's activity at your door. Ping. It's Jay Sharon and Chantel, <laughs> show 97.7, asking the weird stuff you've seen on your doorbell cam. Yeah, and a friend of mine, uh, Sylvie, the owner of Yazoo Pet Supplies, and their next-door neighbor, Les Délices de la Gare, which, by the way, if you're ever on the West Island, do go there and just get anything they make because it's delicious. Um, they share a building, and they share a front space, and they dress it all up for Halloween. Right. Pumpkins and all fun stuff. Uh, because they recognize as a community business that the kids in the area haven't had a normal Halloween in a while. So they were trying to dress it up and make it all good. And Sylvie and everybody at Yazoo are are amazing. And the display outside was incredible. So she posted um, video from their cam. Uh, A big thank you to this young pair that destroyed the beautiful pumpkins and Halloween decorations at uh, Les Delices de la Gare and Yazoo set up for the Valois Village trick-or-treating event next Saturday. So it's set up to enjoy for the week, Mm. but it was for the event on Saturday. Uh, She wrote, we all went out, uh, we went all out this year to decorate because it's been such a letdown for kids the past few years. So disappointing to see this type of behavior in our community. So then she posted the video. Wow. Oh, okay. And? 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 and you can't see them. Yeah, eventually. Because it's not even that they were running away, but you can see them sort of, uh, you know, where the setup was. And then they just jauntily walk away, pumpkins in hand. Well, I'm I'm hoping the parents, like, brought them down and made them apologize. I wish it was kids. They're they're adults? They're in their 20s. No, is it grown-ups? Easily in their 20s. Yeah, and you know what? They don't look like they need pumpkins, but just like, anyways, here we go, walk along. (laughs) You think it's like poor people (laughs) needing pumpkins to survive? It might be a controversial opinion, but maybe we need to bring back flogging. (laughs) Public flogging. Just bring them to the square. We're having a flogging. (gasps) What happened? They ruined the the pumpkin display. Well, Well, that's a flogging. And right? Yeah, I, you know what? To a degree, I agree. Like, I don't think they need to be hit with a stick or anything, but like, called yeah. out on your a bad pumpkin behavior. For a pumpkin. A pumpkin for a pumpkin. A pumpkin for a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just go to? The, it's not like there's a shortage of pumpkins. Right. Just go to the no. store. Spend a couple of bucks. Eleven ninety seven seven. Bought my my old man for Christmas a mini security camera. Now all I hear every day is someone walked by my house at seven o three a.m. and I'm like, <laughs> great, Dad. <laughs> You're getting the daily updates from dad. Have you ever witnessed anything on yours, Chantel? So I was at my friends, uh, Matt and Joanne's, before I got my place downtown. So I would live downstairs in their basement. And one night we're all sitting there and all of a sudden they get an alert and it says, uh, somebody's outside your front door. So we look at the app. We don't have to look out the door. And somebody is tiptoeing around their front yard, steals a garden gnome (gasps) at like 8 p.m. out of their front yard and runs out of there. (laughs) 
Whoa. Who steals a garden gnome? And the best part is somebody, that person put it at an apartment building like three doors down. So now it's living in this apartment building front yard. Oh and we don't want to steal it back. So we're just kind of like, there's our garden gnome. What do you mean you don't want to steal it back? I would it's 100% be taking that back. Totally. I'd be in front of the I mean, camera. I'd be like, what if- this is my gnome. My gnome. <laughs> Yeah, but in the small chance that it's just an identical gnome, right. then oh. we would be the, the, the gnome stealer. What are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> I think we might have a winner here for the creepiest, weirdest stuff you've ever seen on your doorbell camera. This is, check this out. Hey, guys, it was 5 o'clock in the morning. I love the way you're telling the tale already. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. My husband was half asleep, answered the doorbell on his phone in bed next to me. It was a toddler wearing nothing but a PJ top and underwear. The toddler said, can Aiden come out and play? My husband's still half asleep, says, not right now, maybe later. Puts the phone down. About three minutes later, sits up, starts freaking out at the reality of what happened, rushes out of the house, found a wandering toddler, barefoot. It was winter. Turns out my son's toddler friend from daycare, who had been to our house once for a play date, walked straight out of his own front door, undetected, and had memorized the route to our house. Whoa. Thankfully, the kid was okay. Wow. Whoa, whoa. That man. is insane. Whoa. Barefoot, even in the winter. So, this one's not quite as creepy, but uh, caught a grown ass woman stealing my entire <laughs> bowl of Halloween candy this year. At least 100 pieces, just, just four minutes after we left quickly to trick or treat at a friend's house a few blocks over. What? Whoa. A grown woman stealing all the Halloween candy. I mean, I guess it depends what candy it is. No, it does. What do you mean it depends? Like, it's okay? <laughs> like, it's not worth it to steal molasses candy, no. but if it's chocolate right. bars. But if it's like, you know, if it's full chocolate bars, yeah, get in there. Right. That was me. Wow. <laughs> is that not the truest test of a fellow human being is whether or not they would just steal from you? Mm-hmm. Like, the people, they do the look around and they're like, I'm going to do it. You know what? Yeah, it's 2022. What are the odds that anybody's watching me with a thousand 100%. cameras? <laughs> the I'm odds gonna, are not good. Because I'll tell you something. I want me these Kit Kat bars. <laughs> Mama lovers some Kit Kat bars. I don't know why this woman's all of a sudden got a southern drawl, but she's loving the Kit Kat Sounds bars. Sounds like she smokes a pack or two a day. She also likes herself a pack of Newports as well. <laughs> I'm going to hit a couple of these coffin nails before I get into these Kit Kats. Maybe wash her down with a Rudy beer. <laughs> Rudy <laughs> beer. Oh, my gosh. She's, she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so 11977 uh keep these coming this is one that was you know definitely for around halloween check it out uh just another one of the sleepwalking things my little brother's a sleepwalker once he snuck out of our house my sister said she heard something just outside of the door went to the door cam it was my brother sitting on the porch by himself having a full-on conversation with our grandfather who was in florida at the time she said he was telling my grandpa, I love you. Going to miss you, Grandpa. No. By himself. You wow. get to bed. I wonder if he died after. What? The child? No, no the grandfather. The oh, okay. No, the child is fine. I just <laughs> wonder if he was like a savant, a voyeur. I have some flower beds out front. They've gotten vandalized, so I put some cameras over to cover them. Uh, and I live down the road from student housing, so I finally figured it out. There's drunk kids stumbling through all the time. Uh, as every semester around finals, various groups of kids come to pay tribute to the whatever this plant is for luck. Apparently, these kids are coming by. They're like picking a plant. They're saying a little like uh, tribute, and then they go on. And they apparently that's how they um, ace their exams is stealing one of her little plant wow. pieces. Okay. <laughs> so she's part of a success story. 
<laughs> right. She says it's hilarious and adorable, but oh. stop it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice if those kids came back and they're like, hey, listen, we've, you know, all year we did this and we're going to, we wanted to replace everything yeah. that you had. Wow. That'll happen. But instead, right. they're more than likely to just steal the pumpkins, right? Exactly. That's what we learned. <laughs> Darn it. All right. Well, thank you for those. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to know that uh, we're all keeping an eye on each other. So behave accordingly. Yeah. Don't like be stealing them Kit Kat birds. We are totally watching you. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. It is that time of the year. A new poll for Halloween asked a thousand people about the paranormal and found that one in five of us think that we have seen a ghost before. I see dead people. Oh my gosh. Are you one of those five? Yes. Class? No. We have a no, we have a yes. Let's start, I'll start with the yes. The very beautiful young lady in the back holding up her hand, Miss Sharon Island. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've either seen or felt it. Like a presence. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, hit me. It's, explain. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a feeling of like, uh, it's, good. it's a good feeling. It's not bad. It's like being uh, not hugged, but like an arm around you. So what was the situation whereby you felt the presence of the of the paranormal? You know what? There's nothing even specific because it's not been only one time. Um, Whoa. I have a lot of people that I've uh, bid farewell to okay. from uh, in, in my family. So I think of the fact that they are somewhere and that renders positive to me. So I think that when I feel like tingles... There's, it's, I'll hear certain songs and feel like a, 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 a rush going up my back. Okay. And, and not, like a, not like a chill, like, ooh, it's a chill. It feels like there's variations of like, you know, ankles to neck, sort of like, or like a specific down the arm thing. I'm getting one now. Wow. And it sounds like, it sounds weird and I don't care because I believe that it's something positive. Okay. I've had a situ another situation also after my mom died that uh, her bedroom had a light. Remember those touch lamps? Yep. Where you touch, uh -huh. touch, touch, and it went My lower. mom still has one. Yeah, so brighter, 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 off. I'm right? not touch, surprised. Touch. <laughs> <laughs> Linda. Um, so my mom had one in her bedroom, and uh, for a couple of weeks after she passed, I would come home, and the light would be on. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I can't believe I left the light on. And then after a few days of that, I'm like, I did not leave the light on. So mm, I was like shaking, shaking the table to see if like maybe the house had settled and, you know, jerked some sort of electrode into the light to turn it on. I jiggled the plug to see if there was a weird connection that way. And there wasn't. Wow. And it went on for two weeks to a point where I'm like, you know, you go from thinking, of, you know, there's some, you left the light on to, okay, it's not someone's, my mother's trying to tell me something is what I felt. And then as soon as I acknowledged that, the light didn't come on. Huh. Oh, I mean, I wanted to make fun of this whole ghost thing, but <laughs> it sounds pretty cool. You know what? I think it's like, all how you look at something, too. Right. It, it can be. I'm sure people, if they're not prepared for something like that, it could be unsettling or scary. But if you find the positive in someone trying to sort of say, hey, I'm OK and you're going to be OK, too. Yeah. Then it, it could feel good. 100 percent. I mean, yeah, I, I take back all of the thoughts I was going to express towards the ghosts. <laughs> you can have the ghosts, you can have the tap lamps, like, it's fine. You got me, Sharon. Way to go. Oh, wow. 11.97.7 or 514-790-0977. A thousand people were asked if they'd ever seen a ghost. One in five people say that they've felt the presence of some sort of spirit, a specter, if you will. Are you one of those five?
Again, having a hard time, hard time hearing you. What was that? What was that again? I see dead people. Oh, that's not at all creepy. Okay, cool. It's so I knew if we had this conversation before the sun came up, it would start to get kind of. You get a little tingly. You get a little, the hair would start to rise in your arms a little bit. I know Chantel's the skeptic on the show. Even she's being swayed a little bit. I mean, I just think it's a very sweet story. I was going to make fun of everything to do with ghosts, and now I just can't because that would make me a bad person. We broke her. Woo! The sweet story she refers to is Sharon seeing the lights go on and off of your house after you lost a family member. Yeah, it uh, it felt great. Um and it was. It lasted a couple of weeks that upon returning home, the light in my mom's room would be on. And like I said, I would jiggle the table. I was touching the plug to see if maybe there was a loose connection that was making the light go on. Because for the first few days, I thought it was me. I thought, oh, you left the light on. But then I, I knew I didn't, you know. And then it came on. And I sort of went from being like, oh, bad me or whatever to, oh, I get it. And realizing that. And then after a couple of weeks, it stopped. So I felt like my mom knew that I was okay. And I knew that she was okay. 514-790-0977 to talk with us live. Hi, Darlene. Hi. So you're one of those one in five people that have seen a ghost? Uh, yeah, well, I've seen, like, my I lost my, my mom when I was really young. Uh, it's going to be 28 years this you know, December coming. And uh, right after she passed, like, because we were very close, I would, like, she, the radio would go on in my car, at home, like, for no reason, just like Sharon was saying, you know? The radio? So, yeah, it, with me was the radio. A lot. It was mostly like the radio, and but I knew it was her because I used to ask her to give me signs, you know. So I was never. It didn't bother me. I wasn't afraid. And then a few months after that, I was on a, a head-on collision, like a, a very bad car crash. And just before the impact, I remember seeing like um, in the back in the back seat, uh, I felt like a white glow, and I knew it was her. And then we hit, and that's all I remembered. Wow. And when the ambulance came to get me they said that they couldn't understand how i walked out of there because the car was like it looked like an accordion and you survived it oh yeah wow. i'm here <laughs> did you walk away from the crash how bad were the injuries She's there jay I, all i had was like I, my ribs like obviously hit the uh the steering wheel so they brought me to emergency but i had nothing literally nothing wow. and i knew because i saw my mom I, I saw her for like two three seconds in the back i knew it was her because the ambulance himself said it's a miracle that you're alive Wow. So I don't, I don't I don't want to be that guy, Darlene. But you said that you saw your mom for two or three seconds in the back seat before the crash. Yeah. I think your mom caused the crash. <laughs> no, she didn't. Well, I mean, she was distracted. My mom's in the back. Oh my God, that's my mom. Boom. <laughs> no, no, it was. But you know what? It was such. Um, I don't share this with many people. I mean, now everybody's going to hear it, but it's because most people wouldn't believe it. But I, I mean, I know it was her. Wow. And even till today, there's times where I ask her mom, give me a sign, and I will smell her, her perfume for, like, minutes, and then it'll go away. Whoa. That's neat. Wow. Yeah, because they're there neat. with us. I really believe they're there. Well, thank you for sharing that with us and everybody else, Darlene. We appreciate it. Thank you, thank Darlene. Thank you, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and Shome Rocks, by the way. Ah, oh, yeah. Thanks, Darlene. Is that you or your mom saying that? Uh, both of us. All right. Uh -huh. <laughs> well done, Darlene. <laughs> God bless you guys. Love you. And you. Thank you. It's Jay Sharon and Chantel. A thousand people were asked if they've had an experience with the paranormal, if they've seen ghosts. One in five say that that's actually happened. Turned out in our room, it's one in three. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sharon has actually felt the presence. Yep. 
She has felt the presence. Many times, which is yeah. great. Tons it's of you as very well. Very soothing feeling. Tons of you at 11.97.7. Thank you for sharing your, your anecdotes. Glad that yours was soothing. Not everybody's That's true. is soothing. Like Williams is kind of weird. William, you are that one in five, right? Yes, I have. So uh, what happened? What did you see? A little bit of a funny story. In the 50s or 60s, um, live on an old dairy farm. The dad was in the barn and both sons were upstairs playing with a shotgun. One brother shot the other brother in the head, ended up dying in the house. Okay, can I just jump in for a second? I would just like to point out that William prefaced this by saying, kind of a funny story. <laughs> it's an interesting story. <laughs> not funny, yeah, maybe huh? interesting. Yeah, not funny. Like, more like funny. Oh, Oh, like murder. shotguns. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Continue. So, uh, we did renovations. I've seen footsteps. I've seen shadows. Uh, there's a stuff on and fly across the room. There's been all sorts of weird stuff, and can't explain it. You sound very nonchalant about stuff mm -hmm. that would make me probably soil myself. <laughs> I believe in it, so you just get used to it and you know what it is. So go through it again. You saw What did you see again? I've seen shadows from my uh, door frame go across the room, like where the, where you was killed. I've seen, I've heard footsteps coming up the stairs. Uh, there's been... Uh, stuff from the bed go flying across the room while we're sleeping. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> did, you, did you get a deal on the house? Because, like, I love a deal. Uh, but <laughs> but I might even draw the line there. Yes, we did. <laughs> a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> now, were, yeah. You a, were you afraid of it at first, and then now you've just come to be comfortable oh. with it? Yeah, yeah, definitely afraid at first, but then you just try to get used to it, like the. And now, now that you're a little more comfortable, is it as frequent or has it diminished some? Uh, it comes in waves. Wow. Wow. I mean, who doesn't like a house that comes with its own wake-up call every morning that's like, get out. <laughs> Never late for work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, William. Thanks, show rock. This is Desjardins and Desjardins. Life lessons sometimes learned the hard way. Show 97.7. So if you're going to hire a hitman over the phone to whack your son, Desjardins, make sure you dial the right phone number before leaving a message. A Cleveland man is in jail after calling a random business to pay five grand for someone to murder his son. Here's how it went down. 58-year-old Desmond and his son were having a few drinks, which led to more drinks. They got into an argument. Desmond stormed off and thought to himself, I don't even like that kid. I should hire a hitman. Luckily, he had a number in his phone that said hitman, and he thought, what good luck? But when Desmond called the hitman, <laughs> nobody answered. He must have been out whacking people. Clearly. Uh, so Desmond did what any father would do while trying to hire a hitman to kill your son. He left a voicemail, a voice message, <laughs> and here it is. It's time. My son's name is It's a five grand hit on it. It sounded like somebody was trying to hire somebody to hurt somebody, another person. I don't give a where he at or what he doing or who he with. Kill that he did admit that it was him on the phone, and he did try to call somebody, was trying to set up actually hurting his own son. He said it was alcohol-fueled, and uh, they had an argument, and he blamed it on alcohol problems. <laughs> really? <laughs> now, the problem is, it wasn't a hitman at all. It was just a regular business. He was one number off the actual hitman that he was trying to call. So uh, the business came in the next morning. The employees heard the message, said, hey, that's weird, and called the cops. You think it's interesting to know that hitmen have voicemails? 
for their work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are they personalized now, uh, messages does... or is it just like leave it at the beep? <laughs> Probably yeah. that. If you would like to if you would like to whack someone, press one. <laughs> Desmond uh, was arrested and is now in jail. I got to tell you, as a dad, as a proud dad, I'm I'm not too proud to admit that I've had moments where I've had to say to my kids, "Listen, I'm sorry that I said what I said in the heat of the moment. I was mad. Um, I'm I'm not mad anymore." But how do you recover from putting out a hit on your kid? Like that makes Father's Day uber awkward forever. You can just go for yeah. drinks. Again. Hey, Dad, remember that right. time you put a contract out of my life? But you, yeah. you, you dialed the wrong number? You're crazy. You're crazy. Let's watch some more football. You're crazy. So in conclusion, if you get into an argument with your kid, talk it out. Write him a strongly worded email or hell, send him to his room unless he's 30 and that won't work anymore. But whatever you do, don't try to hire a hitman by phone, dial the wrong number and leave a voicemail or the only thing you'll be hitting is prison. This has been a Desjardins and Desjardins. Life lessons, whether you like them or not. From the West Island to the East End, Montrealers wake up with Jay Sharon and Chantal. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast, shown 97.7. We started a conversation around the dumb ways that we've hurt ourselves. It turns out just about everybody, at least once, has had an injury that was silly. Maybe you just weren't paying attention because you were so hungry on your way to work that you slammed the car door on your thumb. And you got to work and you thought it was sure. really bad and it wasn't as bad as it really you thought it was, but you continued mm. to tell people that and you worked with. And then you with. still didn't get sympathy from the people. Yeah. I need to complain about it for, for it weeks. Oh, God. Can I see it? Is it this, the bruise still there? Hang on. Oh, the no, that, wait a minute. That's not, that's not the finger you hurt. Oh. <laughs> I see. I yeah. see now. You're showing me a, a, different, a different finger. Yeah. Funny. From 11977. <laughs> Hi, guys. I fell down the stairs the first night I was on a cruise. Broke two ribs. Oh, no. That's a good beginning. Yikes. At least there's lots beginning. of booze on the cruise, though. You can sort of help with the pain. <laughs> yeah. How about this one? When I uh, was first dating my husband, I tried to impress him by showing him how flexible I was. I ended up lifting my leg up to my face, Whoa. kicking a coffee table, and breaking my toe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that seems like something I would do. <laughs> and it's funny because you picture how the conversation would have started. Hey, check this out. Or, Bam. hey, are you flexible? Or... Watch what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if your first date move is watch me put my foot behind my head, bravo. Yeah. There's going to be a second right? date. No doubt. At the hospital <laughs> when you're getting your broken toe down. Also, <laughs> broken toes are, you know, are nothing to mess with because they sound funny. But because it's like you see people with toe casts all the time, you have to immobilize a toe or it will never heal. A toe cast? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a toe cast. A toe what cast, is it like a, toe, yeah, it's a exactly. centimeter long? Exactly. <laughs> Get oh the, my god! They have a different. Crutches. They have a different cast for whichever. <laughs> Whichever piggy's going to market. Right? <laughs> Would be hard to get the whole team to sign it, you know? <laughs> Here's a smaller pen. It's a fine, fine point pen. This is a, the, the cast can only be signed by members of a peewee hockey team. I don't make the no. rules. It's extremely, it's extremely whichever, small. Whichever piggy's going to market. Okay, Sharon, we should get to your text because we're off the air at 10. Yeah, this is a good one from, <laughs> from Dave in St. Dorothy. 
who wrote exactly four weeks ago yesterday, I cut the tip of my little finger halfway through while cutting an onion. Because, yeah, kitchen stuff is the scariest. Really be careful. Uh, He said, I know that I needed to go to the hospital, but I didn't want to wait for hours to be seen. Tried calling an emergency walk-in clinic, but they all needed an appointment, which would have been the next day earliest. Finally decided to go to the hospital where I waited almost seven hours and was never seen. Apparently, you only have 12 hours after you cut yourself to get stitches. I ended up going back home and returned the next day, but then it was almost 24 hours since I'd cut myself. They couldn't stitch me up. They ended up using kind of a crazy glue. Right. Which Ah. isn't the message. He's not saying skip all those steps and use crazy glue yourself because you're not a doctor. That's true. But that the hospital can and you'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what they use. It's literally a a form of like an epoxy. It's a medical, crazy, metal grade, medical medical grade, crazy glue. Wow, is right. Yeah. We learn something new every day every on the show, Jay. Every single freaking day. <laughs> From Jeremy at 11.97.7. When I was 10, Uh-oh. I zipped up too quickly. Uh, I cried so much that I oh threw no. up everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's like something that's, about Mary right there. Yeah. How about this? Chop the tip of my thumb with a mandolin. Food slicer, not the instrument. Oh, oh my gosh. Hit the vein and no. with every heartbeat... Spurt, spurt. That's from uh, Gilbert. Wow. My reaction, our reaction, but specifically for me and my career choices, my reaction of closing my eyes and shuddering is exactly the reason why I was not the nurse in my family. (laughs) That's why your sister does it. Oh, that's why my sister does it. Oh, my God. Um, And here's another one that gets my shoulders up to my ears. Uh, From Marie, three years ago, I cut my arm. With an exacto knife. Oh, they can do oh, damage. Oh, no. Doing home uh, decoration. Uh, you, you almost don't need the details because everybody knows about exacto knife. She also said that she broke two ribs. She was coughing too much. I have many stories like that, she says. Uh, but uh, back to the arm and the exacto knife, she said that she spent the night in surgery, not sleeping, and then back to work the next day. It is a wonder that any of us are alive. It's so many texts coming in. It's crazy. This 11, is like 97.7. <laughs> My buddy and I were screwing around with some RC helicopters. Those remote control ones, right? Right. One of them got out of control, and my buddy tried to catch it with his hands. Uh-oh. Cut oh. himself so bad, he actually passed out from the pain and peed himself. Of course. Wow. Well, sure. Wow. All systems know. Yeah. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember one time I was like five running in my house with a pencil. And so I was running mm-hmm. to the Don't next destination that. and pencil in leg, like at the top of my leg. Oh. Wow. And I could, I, I could show you that there's still a mark there. Uh-huh. Oh. Just like your bruised thumb, right, Sharon? Man. You can go and be in India and not see my bruise because of our camera <laughs> connection. But there is a bruise there. It's about the same size as my uh-huh. pencil scar. <laughs> my wife's one of three sisters, and they uh, notoriously fought a lot growing up. And she showed me the scar when we first met where her sister had thrown a fork from across the room and it stuck into her stomach. <laughs> no. Yeah. But but the, the three sisters get together and their battle scars. It's like, oh, yeah? Well, how about when you did this to me? And it's like, oh, yeah? How about it's like that scene in Jaws oh my where they're all, they're all showing off their scars. Whoa. Here's wow. a scar. Here's a scar that you, do, you don't want to hear about. When I was seven, I was playing in the laneway and I jumped on a mattress <gasps> and the spring hooked onto my scrotum. Oh, God. <laughs> ah! Ah! Sorry, guys. I should have given you a, a warning. To, to all the gentlemen Spoiler listening. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that was going to make you go, no!
Oh, my Jay. goodness. No. Hey, Colleen's coming in clutch with another text. Okay. You'll love this, she says. When I was eight, back in the 80s, I loved to ride my bike. All my friends had those plastic ball things on the wheels of their bikes. You know, those things that would uh, make noise, make sound cool. The ticket tickets. Ticket tickets. You could also use uh, playing cards. Anyways, uh, she said her mom wouldn't buy them. So riding around like, I don't need those. I can make noises with my tires. This stick. <laughs> Yeah, bad idea. I did that. Obviously, jammed the stick in the wheel of my bike, flipped over the handlebars. Oh, my God. So she was just looking to make a tuck a tuck a tuck a thing. Tuck a tuck a tuck a tuck a tuck <laughs> Stick in, slammed into a parked car. Hi, women. Oh, I, can it. I can totally picture it. Splat. Those are so great. Oh, my gosh. 11.97.7, I tell you to keep them coming, but they're, they just won't stop <laughs> because we all have done this at one time or another. Just hurt ourselves in a, in a dumb way. And you've lived to tell the tale, and so many of you have, at 11.97.7. We thank you for it. Chantal, you want to go take this one? No? Sure do. Yeah. <laughs> She's still. Her eyes are still wide from pre-reading it. <laughs> so David said, I stabbed myself in the leg trying to make short shorts for my wife with a serrated bread knife. I have so many questions. Yeah. Same. Like, why? Why is the first question. <laughs> why didn't you take off the shorts before you yeah. started cutting them with the knife? And also, did she already have shorts and she wanted short shorts? Or did she, she want, want it even shorter? Did she want you wearing the short shorts? Oh, because okay. usually she wears short shorts. <laughs> and if you dare wear short shorts, you better nair for short shorts. Imagine that. That's a whole other, whole did you say other you issue. you to nair? Yeah, that was the commercial. Yeah. If you oh, dare wear short, short shorts, shorts, nair for short shorts. I never shorts. remembered the, the product. Wow. That means wow. nobody wants to see what's going on down there. Sure. Despite the fact that you want to wear those sure. short shorts. Wow. Speaking of tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, here's one for you. When I was five, I was playing outside. I pretended to be a horse. Okay, disclaimer, this is going to get graphic. Oh, God. Uh-oh. I tripped and impaled myself on a metal rod <gasps> in my face. Oh, my God. Broke my upper jaw. All my teeth <gasps> flipped. Got stuck in my palate. This was in the what? early 90s. I was living in Morocco. It was a Sunday. My parents were out, and I was there with just the nanny. She hid them, hid me from them when they came back. <laughs> well, that's, a good, that's a good strategy. Wow. Hide the child. <laughs> They'll never ask. Listen to this. I missed my first ever school photo session because of this. I ate liquids through a straw for months. Aww. And I'm actually Aww. very, very lucky. I could have been permanently disfigured, but I'm not. That is from Sabrina. Wow, Sabrina. Wow. But how cool is it to be able to like slurp it through the straw, through your neck that goes in, you know, like. <laughs> that's not what it that's was neat. like. Oh my God. That's like a party trick. <laughs> That nobody wants to see. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. Uh, how about this from Dennis? Did we read the Dennis one about trying to jump? Yes, the metal the metal fence. Was that it? I don't see, think so. Well, it's because there's crossover. There's many people with fence stories. <laughs> Tried so jumping over a metal picket fence to get my soccer ball when I was 14, and my leg got stabbed through my jeans. Had to oh, no. pull it out. Lucky no blood vessel broken, but 28 stitches later. Whoa. Then another one. A couple minutes later, sliced my thumb, cutting a tree branch, making a bow and arrow when I was like 12. Skin was hanging, flesh visible, five stitches on that one. Dennis, you thank guys. you for the plethora of stitchy stories. Because no Too conversation much. like this is complete without a boating accident. <laughs> Angie has one. What happened, Angie? Oh, my God. Well, the boat was parked in the Ottawa River, and it was the propeller was in the sand. And I had decided to go up and get into the boat from the back, and I did not see the propeller. 
and I literally sliced open the bottom of my foot. Oh. And I didn't even feel it till I got in the boat, but then the skin was flapping wide open, oh, and yeah. I needed I needed ten stitches. It was ten brutal. <laughs> stitches. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You so, know what's interesting have- about stories like that too is like I I I'd hate to be that guy, but you're with a group of people and something like that happens. There's always one guy in the group that's like, "Oh, great! Now <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to the yeah. emergency we were, we were, room." Yeah, we were on a <laughs> poker run, so that kind of finished the poker run for me. It was to the hospital run from then on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, from the cottage to the hospital. And are you fine now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ten stitches. Humped around for a little bit there during the summer, but yeah, yeah, sewed me up well. Are you legendary with your group of friends? They're like, oh, here it comes. Oh, yeah. Watch out for the propeller, Ange. Yeah, yeah. Every year, I have something happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Angie, thank you for sharing with us. We appreciate it. No problem. Stone Rock. New music, movies, shows you cannot miss, and so much more. All courtesy of the biggest head in Montreal. We measured. That's a huge nugget. Has its own weather system. It's Cheese Jams. Good day, kidlets. Hello. This week, you are invited to the sausage party. It's a spectacular weekend in Montreal, and just in time for Halloween, Hell's Bells, Batman! It's a new biography from ACDC's Brian Johnson. First up, Amazon has ordered Sausage Party, the series. It is called Sausage Party Foodtopia. For the couple of you not familiar with the instant animated Seth Rogen classic from 2016, that film follows a sausage who lives in a supermarket and discovers the truth about what happens when groceries are purchased. Spoiler alert, it's murder. (laughs) Said sausage goes on a journey with his friends to escape their fate while also facing a psychotic maniac who wants to kill him. Yeah, it's a comedy. Seth Rogen, Kristen Wiig, Michael Cera, and Ed Norton all return to help voice the series. Seth Rogen says, quote, We'll have all the heart, double the puns, and triple the food-on-food sex as the movie. Ketchup, mustard, oh, sausages and buns. Look at these big old buns. Waiting to get filled with my meat. Yeah, right, Carl. Who in this package would ever let Carl get up in them? Huh? Roberta, put your hand down. You're ruining my joke. (laughs) (laughs) It is the weekend before Halloween in Montreal. No shortage of stuff to shock, including haunted Montreal conducting ghost walks, paranormal investigations, and a haunted pub crawl. You had me at pub. (laughs) <laughs> if the haunted pub crawl is your jam, three haunted pubs to visit. McKibben's, Winnie's, and of course, Hurley, Hurley's Irish Pub, where a ghost known only as the Burning Lady haunts the establishment, allegedly. Again, for details, wow. that is hauntedmontreal.com. It was kind of scary because they were, you know, guys on horses and they had uh, swingy balls. And finally, <laughs> let the hell's bells ring. The Lives of Brian, Brian Johnson's autobiography has been released. What many of us know is that in 1980, Bon Scott, lead singer of ACDC, died. He was 33. Band auditioned some singers, among them Brian Johnson. Within days, he was in a studio with them, working on the record that would become Back in Black. It went on to sell 50 million copies. What we don't know right now, fast forwarding to today, is the full story behind Brian's being forced to quit the band after being diagnosed with hearing loss and his triumphant return to the band that he loves. Hmm. That he loves. Another thing we definitely know, the audiobook, it's going to be a hoot. Well, I, I really like it. I'm thank you for saying that because I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody knows what, what you just said. The book is now available everywhere. You should read it so you can understand it. That, my friends, is Jay's Jams. <laughs> 
Cheese gems are always available at Shome.com. Internet magic and mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shome 97.7.